Welcome to episode three of I'll Bring the Snacks. I recorded this episode with my friend Tam, and we talk about some of our favorite movies from when we were growing up, her favorite TV show, and a little bit about music. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'd like to apologize for not having an episode last week. I was out of town, and things just kind of got a little bit crazy at my end. But from here on out, there should be an episode weekly, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Well, hi. Hi, Queen. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. How are you? You're kind of good. I'm pretty good. Okay. That's a better answer. <laughs> yeah. Doing all right today. That's good. Did you work today? No, thankfully not. Well, I did. And it How sucked. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're home now. This is true. Oh, man. Well... How are things over in Canada? Well, they're okay. Um, With COVID and everything, it's, like, hard not seeing my friends and, like, not being social with a lot of people. Yeah. um, Except for working, but that sucks. (laughs) Um, Everything's pretty okay. Well, that's good. I like to hear that. Yeah. It's not like over here. In the horrible no. states. No, it's it's chaos over there. It really is. It's so sad. It's scary. <laughs> well, welcome to I'll Bring the Snacks. Thank you for having me. I wish you were physically here, but yeah, you're, an, you're an hour away across borders that I cannot cross right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll have Maybe. another feature. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> Oh man. Well, okay, so I, I did bring to talk about Seinfeld with you. And only because yeah. only because I know you love Seinfeld so much. I really do. I do be loving Seinfeld. Um, just, it's like one of those shows that I never really understood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's kind of like the point. Like the, <laughs> the show, it's like okay, the show <laughs> kind of like breaks the fourth wall in a sense where, like, the whole show, but continuously in the show, they talk about the show being about nothing, right? But, like, in the show, like, towards the end of the um series, like, the last few seasons, they like the main characters want to write a show. Like, they want to write their own, like, sitcom. That's basically Seinfeld itself. So, (laughs) like, you don't really get the plot, I guess. Like, there's no plot. Like, there's no storyline to the entire series. It's just, like, four friends, Jerry, George, Kramer, and Elaine. um, Doing, like, stupid shit and, like, being stupid and, (laughs) like, just, like, Things that go on in their lives and how they affect everyone in their life. But you don't really get, like, the closure, I guess, or, like, the premise of the show until the end where, like, they talk about the sitcom that they want to write, which, like, when you're watching it, you know they're talking about, like, Seinfeld itself and how the show is about nothing. Um, But... aside from the plot it's a really funny show and like there's never 
a dull moment that's going on in the show and every single episode is funny like you can just like it's one of those shows where you can put on any episode and like you'll understand what's going on and right because you don't have to worry about like a plot line yeah like you'll know who the characters are and how like for the most part and how they relate to like the main characters yeah um and it's always funny it's just like always something stupidly funny going on well i guess the thing that like kind of draws me into it so it it's been a show that's like okay i'm gonna relate it to this you know how george lopez would like come on at three in the morning (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like wake you out of a dead sleep (laughs) that's kind of what like seinfeld was at the same time because i would either be up really late or just wake up at a weird time and have nothing else to watch so it would be on and I would watch it but I just it never drew me in and then my sense of humor changed I laugh at everything we all know that I mentioned that in my episode with Jacob I just laugh at everything I am that friend that makes you feel good about your jokes (laughs) (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) oh man um so like the sense of humor in it is perfect for me because I just like it's idiotic in the best way yeah exactly like I have such a weirdly stupid sense of humor where I just like I laugh at like (laughs) like (laughs) I think I I don't think I have like a boring sense of humor I feel like my sense (laughs) of humor is just like I laugh at things that I find funny like I, I don't know how to explain it but Seinfeld is exactly my sense of humor. <laughs> like, you know how some shows are, like, um, predictable? Like, it has, like, predictable humor that you're like, oh, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, Seinfeld is not that. It's just, like, so stupidly funny that it's just, like, genuinely, like, humorous. All right. Maybe I'll have to give it more of a shot. And, like, actually sit down and watch more of it. Yeah, you definitely should watch it from the, like, from the beginning. It's, (laughs) the first, like, few seasons is, like, you can tell how low budget it is. (laughs) But uh, it gets really good. Well, it's really funny because, so, my last episode that is um, in this is with Jacob. And I made a joke, like, about an orange or something. And I related it to a Seinfeld joke because it's literally, like, what's up with oranges and i'm pretty sure like jerry says something like this yeah he says like what's the deal with airline food or like what's the deal with whatever so that's why i related it to it and i was like you know what i have to talk about talk about seinfeld with tam that's the only person i could talk about it with. well i'm honored i'm i'm flattered really is it your favorite series it is my favorite show in the entire world that's awesome yeah why is it your favorite is it because of the humor (laughs) i think it's like i i hate to be that person but like i love the like 80s 90s like aesthetic and style and it was obviously set in like i think pretty sure it was set in like the 80s um yeah for sure and i just like how (laughs) stupidly funny it is like there's never been like a a bad episode where you won't laugh like every single episode is funny and it like it's one of those shows that you can just put on to like cheer you up you know yeah your comfort show for sure yeah speaking of comfort shows my comfort show is new girl oh fuck yeah 
<laughs> um, I and gotten... I know you recently started watching that. Yeah, I haven't gotten super far. I think my friends and I got to like, I want to say, the end of season two. Okay. I I can't remember if we're in season three yet, but we we aren't super far. But it's really funny. Good. I'm. I was gonna ask how you're enjoying it so far because I, it's seriously, it's a show that I've seen maybe four or five times through completely (laughs) because it's I put it on all the time and I finish it without knowing but it's just something I can have on in the background and I'll still laugh at it because I know it so well to the point where it's like oh I know what he's about to say next type of thing right yeah (laughs) I think it's one of those shows that is like again like Seinfeld where it's like not predictable humor like it's like the actors act like how real people would act and that makes it 10 times funnier and 10 times better I feel because it's like you're watching it and it's like you're you're there yeah I love it I don't know who's your favorite character (laughs) (laughs) I want to say Schmidt (laughs) he's so funny like the way he reacts to things and the way he pronounces things it's so funny it's so weird in like the funny some you know what someone said I was Schmidt. I posted this thing on Facebook asking which new girl character I was, and someone said I was Schmidt. <laughs> I can see like you tied with like a little bit of Schmidt, a little bit of Jess. I just don't. I don't know if being Schmidt is a good or a bad thing, and it made <laughs> me crack up. <laughs> I I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. He's a good character. He is a good character. I love Nick Miller, though. He's so good. I think he's my favorite. I mean, Jake Johnson, that's like the first recognizable thing. And then obviously he's in um, Spider-Man, the animated one. Oh, yeah. I'm blanking on the name right now. The Into the Spider-Verse? Spider-Verse, yes. <laughs> I still have not I'm, seen it, but I've heard good things about it. I'm ashamed of myself for not knowing that off the top of my head. <laughs> Um, you should watch it. That's a very good movie. I enjoyed it a lot. I just might, because I've heard really good things about it. And I think it's on Netflix still, unless Disney took it. I'm pretty sure it's on my Netflix here. I, I think. I, I can download it anyway. <laughs> I'm trying to... So, I pulled up, like, Seinfeld facts, because I wanted to know... <laughs> I just wanted to see. Um, apparently, people would love people loved Kramer so much that whenever he would come in, the audience would clap for too long and they'd be too loud. So the cast started complaining that it was ruining their scenes. Yeah, if you watch it, there's like <laughs> at least once every episode when Kramer walks in, they start cheering. <laughs> I mean, he's funny. He's the funniest character, I feel. I think, and I I don't know the show that well, but I'm going to have to agree with you on that. (laughs) Well, you should definitely watch it. I think it's a show you'd like. Jerry Seinfeld has made more than $400 from syndication of Seinfeld since the final episode. Holy shit. $400 What do you do with that money? (laughs) What do you do? (sighs) How many boats do you have? How many houses do you have? Man, I just have one house. Well, yeah, I just have one house, I think. I would definitely. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'd have, like, small houses all around the world. 
Okay, I mean, that's a good idea. But then you have to upkeep those houses. That's true. I mean, with so, like, 400 million, you could buy a, like, you could hire a maid at every single house. <laughs> okay, can you go clean my empty, dusty house for me? <laughs> can you just, I'll give you, like, a million dollars to just go clean my house in, in France or whatever. Three times a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While I'm not there. Man, wait, what? Frank Sinatra, hold on. Frank Sinatra's death coincided with Seinfeld's series finale. Sinatra's ambulance was able to drive to his house and the hospital quickly because there wasn't much traffic in Los, Los Angeles. Everyone was at home watching Seinfeld. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> well, I mean, the season finale is like fucked. <laughs> I remember seeing people watching it like in Times Square in New York. Like I saw a picture of this on Twitter. It was on the it was on the Jumbotrons in playing in New York City. (laughs) And there's just crowds of people watching this on the Jumbotrons. I mean it's it's a reputable show. Man. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to have to give it a shot, I believe. I'm going to do that soon. Definitely. It's like, I won't lie, it's kind of hard to get into it at the beginning because, like, they were obviously so new to, uh, like, how to be in a sitcom, I guess, and, like, how to be in that setting of a show. Right. And you can tell. But it's, like, (laughs) the thing that got me through the first few seasons is, like, you can, you can tell every time they say something funny, you can tell that Jerry Seinfeld wrote it himself and that he thinks it's, like, the funniest thing ever. Because, like, <laughs> while filming it, he keeps trying not to laugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and you can see it while watching. Like, you can see him smiling and, like, trying not to laugh. That's and, so uh, funny. Actually, there's so many bloopers You'd think that Kramer would be the one to laugh because he's like one of the funniest and most lovable characters, but mm-hmm. he laughed the least in all the bloopers. And really? Actually, yeah, and he would actually like get annoyed with his cast members because they would just laugh all the time and like fuck up all the shots and stuff. <laughs> he's like, "Dude, you're ruining my scene." <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I okay, so I think about that all the time. Like shows like. Um, Seinfeld and The Office and Parks and Rec just these big shows where you have it's literally just all about the punchlines really Mm -hmm. like imagine how many times especially their most popular scenes and jokes how many times I had to film those yeah I think about that a lot I'm like how do you not laugh (laughs) (laughs) I would never be able to like act I would just laugh (laughs) No, yeah, that's my problem. That's why I never pursued acting because I was like, no, I'm just gonna laugh at everything, and everyone's gonna get pissed off at me. <laughs> exactly. Oh God. Oh, you know what? Okay, so I was recently on vacation, mm-hmm. and for some reason, on this vacation, I was gone for like five days, I believe. I saw a lot of Shrek. Oh yeah. Whether it be, I saw him in wax figure form, which was kind of terrifying, to be completely honest with you. (laughs) He was a little scary and very round. (laughs) 
<laughs> what else do you expect from Shrek? Um, I also saw. I also saw Fiona in wax figure form. That was interesting. But in Ogre Fiona, not Princess Fiona. I saw Ogre Fiona. All right. And that was also kind of scary. <laughs> and then later that same day, I found the Shrek um the Shrek soundtrack at a record store. Oh my god. <laughs> and Tell it was me you like got the it. No, I didn't buy it and I should have because it was like the first release and it was oh like the limited goodness. it was a limited edition green vinyl, I think. <laughs> I, I regret not buying it. My How friend Sean took, I think it was like 20 bucks or something. Oh, okay, that's not bad. No, it's not. But I was like, what am I going to do with this if I take it home? Frame it? Frame it. What, <laughs> what else would you do? It's the only thing up on my walls in my room. It's just a Shrek vinyl. <laughs> I would so do that. Imagine bringing someone into your room for the first time and being like, yeah, this is my room. And then they're like, is that the Shrek vinyl? <laughs> You're like, yeah, what about it, man? Yeah, don't you have one? <laughs> You're telling me you don't have this first edition green, <laughs> ogre green vinyl on your wall? <laughs> Fucking sicko. Like, <laughs> And oh, and then what else did I see? Oh, I saw I saw them in costume at one of the parks that we went we went to Universal one day. Yeah, um, I think I remember seeing the pictures. <laughs> donkey was terrifying. That animatronic scared the living shit out of me. I don't want to look at it again. It looked like it was high. The eyes were bloodshot. Oh my god! <laughs> it was so scary. That's, I didn't like it. That's something. And then I think I saw them one more time. No, I think, I think they had no. I don't remember, but it was just like a lot of Shrek unintentionally while I was on this vacation, and I was like, "What is this a sign? Am I supposed to watch the movie soon? What's going on?" <laughs> That's honestly a great thing to have happened <laughs> on a vacation. <laughs> just if that would happen to me, I would have like kept the vacation in my memory forever. <laughs> Just keep running into Shrek. <laughs> hey, how was vacation? And I'm like shaking. Shrek. <laughs> like just scared from seeing so much Shrek. <laughs> oh, why? Okay, I have a question. Why are there so many Shrek movies? <laughs> what? What do you mean, why? <laughs> oh my God. Like, at one point, wasn't it just unnecessary? Yes. (laughs) Like, I remember they made, like, the first three, and even three was pushing it because they, like, did not outdo the second one. And then they made, like, I think they made a fourth one. Is Shrek... Okay, there's five. There's five? I think so, because there's... What? (laughs) Oh my god, Shrek was released in 2001. Yeah, I remember seeing the first one in theaters. Bro, I was three. I how what what month was it released? Um, let me see. It does not tell me. I was either like one or two. <laughs> I went on Google and someone goes, "Is Shrek Five confirmed?" 
<laughs> You're that worried oh about Shrek, bro? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember them confirming it when I was in, like, high school or something. And all my friends and I were like, fuck yeah! <laughs> what are they gonna do with this one? Yeah, like, all the children, possibly... like, teenagers now? Yeah. You have teenage <laughs> ogres running around? Destroying villages? That would be something. Shrek 5, 2019. First trailer teaser. Wait, has this Wait. movie been released? I'm confused. I don't think it has. I, I want to see canceled. it in theaters. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I would have seen it. <laughs> I would have. I would have paid money to see that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Someone's saying 2022. I'm not going to wait another year for this movie. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Which one's the one they have the babies in? Is that three? That's the fourth one. Because the third one is when they find, like, when Justin Timberlake was in it, <laughs> and they find Arthur or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't remember which one was my favorite. I think it was two. I think two um, was my favorite. Yeah, two was definitely my favorite one. I really wish you could see this picture that's posted for the Shrek 5 movie. <laughs> oh, God. Please Google it right now. And anyone who is actually listening to this godforsaken episode, Google it too. (laughs) If you're hearing this right now. (laughs) I need you to Google Shrek 5. Shrek 5. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Why does he look like that? I love that, like, you didn't even have to show me the picture or, like, tell me what it looks like. It just comes up and I know that it's that one that you're talking about. No. Yes, you'll know. You'll know. (laughs) Shrek, man. (laughs) What are other movies that you, like, grew up with that really stick with you? Um, a huge one that I've always loved is, like, the original Aladdin. Oh, yes. Um, Like, the Disney classic, because, like, Obviously, growing up as, like, a Middle Eastern girl, um, having that representation in a Disney movie is, like, huge. Absolutely. it was, like, huge in my household because, obviously, in a Middle Eastern household, like, a a classic, like, worldwide movie like that to show, like, Middle Eastern representation and, like, actual, like, Arabic culture and stuff like that is huge. So... That one was very prominent in my childhood. I don't think I ever really had a movie that meant to me, well, I totally screwed that line up, that <laughs> like meant that much to me in that way. Um, I think the closest thing would be Pocahontas because of her skin tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um obviously sure. obviously when i was younger i didn't really understand the concept of like culture and heritage as well as i do now um because you grew up and you learned those things i was like what for when that movie came out no i was actually when was pocahontas released it was released before i was born I but i was like four when i, I started say... watching it yeah let's see Oh, 1995. Yeah, so it was released before okay. I came, before I was born, before I came mm-hmm. out. 
I hate it here. Oh I my hate God. it. <laughs> it was released before I came out. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> my God. Um, so that was a movie that I just really loved. And I think I was like, oh, yeah, she has like similar skin tone to me and blah, blah, blah. And I guess it does represent like my native side. Um, yeah. Now that I know that that exists within me, but at the time I had no idea. I was just like, yeah, cool. She has darker skin like I do. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that's cool that you had that representation and like really understood what it was. Because yeah, a lot absolutely. of people didn't get that. Well, at least in our age group, they definitely do. The kids do now for sure. There's yeah, more representation, which is really awesome and really important. Yeah, hundred percent. It's really sick to see like a lot of kids getting that representation now that like we didn't really get that much as kids. Um, like Aladdin is the only really prominent like movie like that that really showed me like a normalization of my culture. Um, and that's a huge reason why it was so big to me. And like I don't know, I just as a kid I didn't really understand why it meant a lot to me. I liked like the songs and the colors and everything and like the fact that I knew like I mean obviously I knew the characters were portrayed as Middle Eastern. Right. And that definitely like helped me like the movie more. Mm-hmm. But now as an adult I can appreciate it more because like that was huge for that like time, like that era for them yeah. to even like <clears throat> represent that in their their movies. And I think, you know, as much as a lot of people like to shit on Disney, um, <clears throat> it's, they do a good job. Like, you can't, yeah, for sure. you can't deny that they don't know what they're doing. I mean, obviously, they have those controversial, controversial movies, Song of the South. Um, what was the other one? I think Country Bears isn't PC either. I've never seen either of them. I don't think I ever watched Song of the South. I only know it because of like the ride, Splash Mountain. Oh. Yeah. Um, Which they're redoing and making it into a Princess and the Frog ride. Oh, that's sick. So that should be fun. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Disney knows what they're doing and they listen to people. I mean, we got Moana recently. Yeah. Which was super cool. That's Um, huge. Oh, and then they have, like, their Disney Junior characters. There is a Hispanic... She's not, like... I don't think she's, like, a princess. Or, like... I don't think they... um, Categorize her, like, as an actual princess, like Cinderella or anyone like that. But Mm -hmm. she is, like, on the Disney Junior show. She has her own show. And I think it's, like, in Spain or something? Or in Mexico? One of the two. I haven't really watched it, but... I thought that was cool. cool. Yeah, so representation's big now, which is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I think as far as movies that stuck with me go, I was obsessed with Monsters, Inc., um, A Bug's Life, and Toy Story. Okay. Those were movies I would repeat all the time, and I'm sure my mom and my grandma were just sick of watching them. But I had a (laughs) tiny little VCR TV you know what I'm talking about? Or oh, the, yeah. the VCR is like built into it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Yeah, there was a tiny little I had a tiny little TV like that and I just um 
would watch these movies all the time. I would rewind them and then I would watch them again or I'd switch them out <laughs> and just oh repeat gosh. them. That's incredible. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, I really liked obviously Aladdin and I liked The Little Mermaid a lot. Um, I never, I was never huge into them. Uh, my brother really liked A Bug's Life, like, so we watched it a few times, but it was never, like, huge prominent. Um, I'm trying to think of other, like, classic Disney movies that I really liked. Mm, I don't know, I think those are really, I think it was more of the, more of, like, the Pixar side that really stuck with me. Oh, understandable. I don't know. Pocahontas is really, like, the only... Disney princess movie that I loved. Right. Mulan was cool too, though. Oh yeah, Mulan is so sick. I love the the movies. I don't. I haven't watched the new Mulan yet, and I I don't really plan on it because they removed like all the comedic elements of the movie. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, like completely. Mushu doesn't even exist in there. What? I know. How are you going to remove like such a big character in the movie? Yeah. Well, at least for the live actions. Yeah. Like, Those have been like, weird. Yeah, for sure. Like, I never watched... I didn't watch, like... I'm pretty sure The Lion King came out. <laughs> like, the live action one. Did it not? Yes, I watched that one in theaters with, like, a group of friends. And it it was funny because of... Okay, Timon and Pumbaa make those movies for me. Yeah, for sure. Um... Like the live action was funny because of who they had voicing those characters. I forgot who they were. Let me see. They just did the voices so well. Okay. See, like, I never watched any of the live action ones that they put out. Like, Aladdin, Mulan, Jungle Book, um, and Lion King. Like, I never watched them. I think Aladdin was the only one. Or not, I'm sorry. The Lion King was the only one that I watched. Okay. So, Seth Rogen is Pumbaa in this movie. Oh, Okay, that makes sense then. <laughs> and it was just, he did the voice so well, it was so funny. I do remember hearing that a lot of the actors in the movie were, like, prominent um, celebrities. Yeah, because it's, so Seth Rogen, um, Billy, is it Eichner? Eichner? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Obviously, Beyonce's in this movie. That was, like, a huge yeah. thing. Donald Glover is Simba. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Did you see what I shared on Facebook the other day? It was it was a Perry the Platypus meme. Oh, no. <laughs> Where it had Perry as Perry. Well, I guess I don't know how to explain. Okay. Hold on. Let me go see. <laughs> it had Perry <laughs> as his animal pet form. And it just said Donald Glover. And then it had Perry in Detective Perry form. <laughs> and it said Childish Gambino. <laughs> <laughs> so then I proceeded to tweet Perry the Plat... Or like, what did I say? A platypus? And then I... Because you know how Dr. Doofenshmirtz is like, a platypus? And then he's like, Perry the platypus! <laughs> so that's what it made me think of. Oh, I see it. Oh, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
Oh, you know what? I lied. I did watch Aladdin live action. <clears throat> what did you think of it? I didn't like that Will Smith was genie. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It was just weird to me. I mean... Yeah, that sounds strange. They didn't do a horrible job with it. Like, it could have gone really badly. Um, but it didn't. And I think it was just... The scene, like... The scene where Aladdin goes into um, when he's like first gets turned into the prince and how it's this huge thing when he shows up to the castle and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't like how they did that scene. And I think it like ruined it for me. Understandable. I don't know. Will Smith isn't a bad character or bad actor. I love him. I love him and everything else he's been in. But I just didn't like it that he yeah, was genius. I feel like... That's a weird role for him. Especially because it's like one of those movies that's like like any classic Disney movie is just like it should be untouchable. Well, there's you know? there's a contract, I guess according to the internet. I don't know how factual this is. There's a contract that Walt Disney said every 15 years or 10 years something along the lines of that. That the movie's can be remade or should be remade so the new generations can enjoy them. But like, what? But like, why wouldn't you just watch the classics? Yeah, or like reanimate the classics so they look yeah. better? I don't know. Exactly. That's so weird. Yeah. But here we are. We keep getting them. We have to deal with it. <laughs> I suppose we live in endless pain. Yeah. Every time, I don't know why, every time someone says the word pain, I think of varials. Didn't I send this to you one time? I said, what varial song is that? And then I went and found it and just sent you a screen recording of that line. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. I don't know. It's just implanted in my brain. Smooth brain activity. (laughs) (laughs) what music have you been listening to lately oh that's a great question so (laughs) as you know i've been um recently getting like super into title fight Um, yes i'm so excited about this (laughs) (laughs) like the past like month or so all i've really been listening to is title fight and turnover um who are you one of those (laughs) it's one of those years what have you done to tam (laughs) i've turned into a shoegazi motherfucker shoegazi (laughs) i thought it was shoegaze (laughs) it's shoegazi now that i'm in it (laughs) it's shoegazi now that (laughs) shoegazi (laughs) Is shoegaze pronounced um. <laughs> shoegaze or shoegazi? I always wanted to make that tweet and I never had. I still don't have fucking voice tweets, but I thought it was so funny when I finally got into the title fight. I was like, you know, now that I like like this music, I can make this joke, even though I know it's shoegaze. This is true. Shoegazi is funny. I wish it was called shoegazi. I would be sick as hell. <laughs> Do you want to make your own genre? 
<laughs> Shugazi. It's Shugazi's rap. <laughs> it's just me screaming <laughs> in a microphone. <laughs> and it's not even like edited or anything. It just sounds no. really crazy. And it's not. It's one of those like, like 10 cent like microphones that you can get on Amazon you just scream in them and it's t- like doesn't even pick up the <laughs> the sound <laughs> are you talking about or like what if it was one of you know those giant plastic microphones like the toys <laughs> that just echo everything when you speak in them? <laughs> yes that's exactly what it is it's, you know if I'm ever in a band I'm gonna take one of those on stage <laughs> and I'm going to do something with it <laughs> I will make it sound like something. That's a really great idea. Oh my god. (laughs) Why has no one done that? And if they have, why haven't I heard of it? (laughs) That's rude. I agree. That's pretty stupid. Motherfuckers don't know what they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) When did you... Okay, what made you get into title fight? And what kept you away from title fight? Okay, well... The past... I want to say a few years um, when I like really noticed how prominent title fight is in like the scene Mm -hmm. and in music. I tried getting into them so many times and I don't know. I I don't know. I think I just like wasn't a huge fan of like the sound because I was so focused on like heavy music, which sounds so corny of me, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. One day I just woke up and I was like, I'm going to give this another try. And now I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, I... I don't know. Luckily, I think I would really go a little crazy if I didn't allow myself to listen to other genres of music. Um, Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, obviously, you and I have both been into, like, heavier, hardcore, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to say it is. Um... Because there's always a debate. Well, that's metalcore. Shut up. Oh, I don't give a off. shit. I'm going to listen to it. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Let me listen to Counterparts in Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, motherfuckers be like, fuck Counterparts. Like, what the hell? I'll be like, damn, just because you couldn't what afford that $100 doing? hoodie, don't be pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> oh my god. I forgot about that. It's embroidered on both sides, dude. What do you want from them? God. <laughs> you know what? That's our yeah. next topic. Merch. <laughs> oh, jeez. And how it's really just streetwear at this point. <laughs> it really is. That Motherfuckers are so stupid. That damn Gulch hoodie that I'm currently wearing. Oh, my. Oh, my God. <laughs> Remember when someone came on it? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> mine has a mine has a, an eyelash glue stain on it that resembles that picture. <laughs> oh jeez. It's interesting. You don't have to lie, Janelle. We know. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's an eyelash glue stain, I promise you. I don't know how to get it. I'm going to have to use like goo gone or something. I don't know. Probably. It's very upsetting. I think I just need to buy another gold hoodie. It's just so comfortable. Bro, can't you just like 
fabric dye, like that little area. Yeah, but also, like, I've just worn this thing so much. I don't know why. I think it's because it's the biggest hoodie I own. I accidentally bought it, like, a size bigger than I normally would. I usually size up anyway, but I accidentally Mm -hmm. bought it a size bigger. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) So it's huge, but it's the most comfortable hoodie I own because of how big it is. Understandable. So I wear it literally all the time. I'm sure the screen printing is going to come off soon. (laughs) Probably. I've got glue on it. There was a bleach stain, but I got rid of that by using Sharpie. Oh my gosh. That's what I would do. My hoodie has lost its entire value. (laughs) I can't sell this for $200 on Depop anymore. Like motherfuckers be doing. It, I, like seriously, you 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 know what? I'm gonna pull it up right now. We're gonna see if I can find a gulch a gulch hoodie on Depop right now. I'm gonna go look as well. Oh no, there's not a gulch Heart hoodie. Cheap. On it. Lol. Yeah, in search of. I found a nothing left to love hoodie. Sixty dollars. What the fuck? Why are you selling it for sixty? This is, I didn't even get mine for 60. Mine was 40 because I bought it at the show. People, like, <clears throat> have you seen, like, people pre-order merch and then immediately put it on Depop for, like, higher the amount, like, a higher than the asking amount and higher than what they bought it for. And it's like, you don't, first of all, you don't even have it yet. Like, second, why the fuck are you doing that when other people can just go pre-order it for cheaper than your, the, what you're selling? Yeah, I I don't know. And then I think the other thing of it is, like, I understand wanting to make your money back and then also throwing in an amount for shipping because obviously you want to make your money back. But, like you said, if it's a pre-order, I'm just going to go order it myself. Exactly. And two... Especially if it's cheaper. Yeah. Well, and two, like, don't double the price for it because no one's going to buy it. Exactly. (laughs) I just found an Inclination hoodie on Depop for $90. Oh, my God. Like, what is that? Get a job. I don't know. This hoodie, this, not not even just the hoodie thing. Uh, Just, like, merch in general, like I was saying earlier. I don't think it's a bad thing that it's turning into a streetwear style, but the fact that, like, like, why did everyone go crazy for this gold chitty? I I don't know, man. Because it's Sanrio characters? I think so. My hardcore motherfuckers go crazy for Sanrio. Damn. Like, I think half of them probably don't even like Gulch. They're just like, ooh, cute. Like, <laughs> what? What was another thing? So there was recently the the counterparts drama because everyone was losing their shit about that hoodie. I'm like, all right, dude, it's free shipping. It's embroidered on both sides. Like, it is. Yeah, it's embroidered. Like I don't see. I I mean, I didn't really have an opinion because like people were just going crazy over it and i was like it's just a hoodie like you don't have to buy I know. it everyone gets if so you don't want to spend the I'm money like, yeah exactly if you don't want to spend the money don't buy it and move on <laughs> exactly that's what i did <laughs> like i 
And it was funny because Knock Loose dropped a merch line that same day, their vault items. And they had that hockey jersey that said idiot on the back that I really wanted. Yeah. But that was also $100. And I was like, no, I like I can't spend that right now. And I just moved on from it. I didn't complain. Exactly. I think the only like, thing I said on Twitter was, never mind, it's $100. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do remember that. Because I was like, damn, that's a lot. But like, if it's so simple to just say, oh, I don't have the money for this. And then walk away and ignore it. Like, you really have to go online and punish everyone <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Hardcore <laughs> Talk punishers. about this overpriced hoodie. <laughs> Please get a job. Hardcore merch punishers. Literally. People are so stupid. It's so funny. First of all, like, why is the biggest complaint you have about a hoodie? (laughs) (laughs) That's your biggest worry right now? I mean, (laughs) most of everyone is on lockdown, so what, what else can you do? Everyone's getting bored. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. This world is crazy right now. With this pandemic and all this other crap going on, and it's just weird. I just really miss the environment of music, of live music. Me too. Like, shows were, like, one of the only things I had to, like, relieve stress every month. Yeah. Because, like, whether I had a few shows a month or, like, one a month that I could look forward to, like, it was something that I could go and, like, I could not think about work or school or any other, like, problems that I had. And I could just hang out with my friends and, like, watch live music. And it was fun. But now, now we suffer. Well, yeah. And, like, just having something to look forward to like that. Knowing you're going to see at least a handful of people that you really enjoy seeing. Kind of got you through a lot. (laughs) Exactly. And, like... I mean, I don't know. For a while there, I was going a little crazy with them. I was having, like, two two shows a week to go to. Mm-hmm. And so going from literally two to three shows a week to nothing was so yeah. weird. And then also just not having anything to shoot, whether it be music mm-hmm. or just other events to take pictures at. I was like, I've lost everything. <laughs> right, it was yeah. so bad. Yeah, like definitely could see how like like upsetting that could be or like overwhelming it could be for you especially as a photographer who like focuses a lot on live um like live shows to take pictures of um but hopefully everything can get situated soon so we can go back to that because i'm getting so bored (laughs) I know, I was like, man, I need a house show or, like, an outdoor, I don't know, something. An outdoor, something outdoors with music. Yeah. Space, even if it's spaced out and I have to sit in my own pod, I want to do it. Yeah, like, whatever. Like, literally, like, the second they announce that everything can go back to normal or, like, we can do live shows again at small venues, I do not give a fuck what band is playing. (laughs) I'm gonna go. I'm gonna launch myself off of the stage. I do not care. (laughs) (laughs) I literally don't care. It could be like fucking anyone except for Trap. (laughs) (laughs) They just played to like 16 people the other night. It was awesome. (laughs) I saw that. 
I think I quote tweeted it, and I was like, bro, my high school band played some more people than this. <laughs> yeah, my high school choir got standing ovations and auditoriums full of people, dude. Like, <laughs> Exactly. Oh, God, it's insane. That band is just stupid. I hate them so much. I really despise them. And it's even worse that they're, like, awful people. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. It's upsetting. It really is. I think... The other thing I think about a lot is that the time that we started noticing that things were going to shut down or, like, that this was more serious than we really thought it was mm-hmm. was also a time when a lot of people were starting to get to... I wouldn't say their peak of their careers, but very important milestones of their careers. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if that makes sense or if anyone else really noticed that, but that was just something I thought about because I was like, a lot of these bands had bigger tours coming up. Um, Me personally, I was just getting better at my photography and like booking bigger festivals and shows and whatever it may be. And all of that was just ripped away. <laughs> yeah, I do remember like seeing a lot of um, the shows that were posted that you were going to take pictures of. And I was like, wow, that's incredible. Um, but then they all got canceled <laughs> because of the stupid ass pandemic. I was so depressed. <laughs> it was, it's so upsetting. But like, I hope that it would be like... I hope that it could be bigger when things go back to normal and that, like, you can get even bigger shows that you can shoot. I hope so, too. It would be great. Definitely would. And hopefully the borders open up. I mean, not now because everything's closing down in Michigan again, but at some point here soon, if they open up and we can go... (laughs) go somewhere and do something together because I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah. I know. It's been literally almost a year. Oh my god, yeah, because what when was when was the last time I saw you? I think it was um the one step closer show in February. <laughs> you mean knuckle punch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna we're, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I still, that lineup was like, I, I'm all for mixed bills. I think I spoke about this with someone. I think it was Jacob. Maybe. So I'm if I'm repeating myself, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Mind your own business. Own business. Um, <laughs> this, like the, that mixed bill was just really weird. It was. It was super strange. I understand Heart Attack Man and Knuckle Puck being together, but to but like one step closer. Yeah, to have one step closer on there. I'm not going to complain though because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to see them because that was my first time seeing mm-hmm. them. But it was just really odd to me. I <laughs> It's very strange. Like I was one of the people there that like I got to see them at LDB and then a few weeks later I got to see them at that show. And like the difference of the crowds was like like, I obviously knew it was going to be different, but it was just so weird to see. And I know that, like, I don't know. I went into it knowing that, like, there was only going to be a handful of us actually watching One Step Closer yeah. and, like, getting into things and actually, like, 
being there for them. But it was still just like underwhelming because I had just seen them in like such a more prominent setting where like a lot of people were there for them. And then to go from that to that sh- the knuckle puck show where like no one really knew who they were is just strange <clears throat> but it was it is really cool for them to get that exposure to different genres and stuff like that because it's what they deserve obviously they're a super talented band it's just weird <laughs> yeah i don't know i think about <clears throat> festivals all the time too because obviously those are easier to mix these bills but like thinking back to when Knock Loose played Warp Tour, and mm-hmm. like the crowds, because obviously people wait, people wait at these stages to see their bands that they want to see, and then once they see that band, they leave or whatever, whatever it may be. But like, I couldn't imagine just strictly a hardcore festival because I haven't been to one yet, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So I'm like trying to put myself in place of that of just like having such an intense energy the entire day oh (laughs) let me tell you (laughs) like ldb is it was like it's obviously a much much smaller festival than warp tour because like warp tour is the entire fucking country but ldb was like it was one big stage and it was just band after band god um that sounds yeah. exhausting so <laughs> yeah like there was obviously like <laughs> it's kind of awful of me to say but like they spaced it out so that like like kind of like kind of like a warp tour thing where like the smaller bands would go at the beginning of the day and then they'd end with the bigger well, bands. yeah i mean that makes sense of course but like they spaced it out so that there was time in between for people to like go smoke or like go to the bathroom or whatever they have to do but they're obviously like for me at least personally like I wasn't at the stage the entire day just like watching every single band like obviously there were bands that I didn't really care for or like I didn't really want to watch or like I just stood at the back and like hung out with friends and stuff while the band Mm -hmm. was playing um but it's definitely a, a different setting but it's, it was really sick because it was, like, you just go and, like, everyone's there for the same thing. And everyone's there to just, like, watch live music and chance. Like, there was obviously never, there was never a band that, like, that was playing that there wasn't a huge crowd for. Like, every single band was there to play to, like, a huge crowd, which was really sick. Like, no matter how small the band was, um, there were always, like, there were always people there to watch them which is really cool to see but yeah it's definitely a different setting yeah i'm upset because i was planning on going to ldb this year well this february i guess obviously that's not gonna happen we didn't get an announcement which i was very much anticipating seeing the lineup for this year considering how good last year's was i guess this year's was so i'm definitely grateful and lucky that i was able to like pull it off i was so close i was Um, so close to going with you and i just couldn't do it because of work and i'm so upset i know i wish you could have gone because i would have been really sick it was definitely like something that was much needed before the year went to shit yeah 
Well, I don't know. My last show was Vamakara and Sanction. Oh, that's so right. <laughs> at a tiny ass bar. So that one was really yeah. nice to end off with too. But <clears throat> I wish I could have snuck one more in there before I knew I wasn't going to get anything yeah, for, sure. for a year. <laughs> yeah, literally. I wish I would have went to that sanctioned <sighs> show. Because like everyone yeah. was there and it was it was just like it was so last minute that I couldn't pull it yeah. off with like because obviously I'm across the border. I would have to go through the border and like the amount of time that it, w- it probably would have taken me to get there with like the traffic and everything probably wouldn't have even been worth it at the time that's what I thought but I know it would have been worth it <laughs> you know thinking back on this <laughs> <laughs> stupid ass bitch <laughs> Tam sitting in the mirror going I just, like, stupid 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 <laughs> stupid fucking idiot <laughs> oh man yeah i don't know well i think i mean this has to get under control at some point yeah like we can't live like this forever. <laughs> so i'm just keeping on to that <laughs> i'm holding on to that small bit of hope that i yeah, have left 100%. but all right i'm gonna try something new i'm gonna say okay a series not a series of words i'm gonna say a word and you're just gonna respond with the first thing that comes to your head and this oh, is how geez. we're going to end this episode. <laughs> it it might right. be a word or just like a, <laughs> like a question. So first one is favorite band. Oh, jeez. Don't think about it too hard. First <laughs> one that comes to your head. The first band that came to mind was Incendiary. Okay. Just because they've always been one of my favorites. Favorite fruit. <laughs> Strawberry. <laughs> favorite meal. <laughs> Tacos. <laughs> Favorite meal of the day. Lunch. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> you you struck me more as a breakfast person, but I stand correct. <laughs> no, I don't eat breakfast. All right, <laughs> I don't eat breakfast. Lunch is my breakfast. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Favorite movie. Ferris Bueller's Day nice. Off. Nice. Favorite book, if you have a favorite book. I don't have a Okay, favorite. and then anything you want to say <laughs> right now, go for it. Anything yes. I want to say? <laughs> all right, everybody, this is Tam. <laughs> this is all you need to know. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, thank you for having me on your show. Thanks so much well. for joining me. Fun. I'm glad we had to got to have a conversation. It's really just me and my friends having conversations that I allow other people to listen to. <laughs> it's really fun, though. I like the whole concept, and I hope that in the future it can be, like, a thing where you have people in person. Yeah, hopefully. I plan on eventually, um, if that's the case, just doing, like, a stream along with the podcast. So if people want to watch the live stream, they can. Um, yeah, for sure. So hopefully that happens soon. But thank you for joining me. I had some good laughs. I'm glad we got to talk about Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Honestly, this was a really good, very good conversation oh, today. God. Well, I will talk to you soon and hopefully I see you soon. Yes, very hopeful that we can get together. Because of this damn pandemic. <laughs> yeah, stupid ass COVID. <laughs> 
bitch ass motherfucker <laughs> all right guys that's been episode three of i'll be the snacks thanks for listening i'll be the snacks <laughs> oh my. i am gonna be all the snacks <laughs> all right episode three of i'll bring the snacks I'm gonna be the snacks bro wait i have one okay. more thing to say if any man with a mustache is reading is is listening to this right now please hop into my dms what's your twitter handle <laughs> my my twitter is stray x there you go my instagram is sell oh, your shit. cause that's right please men with mustaches you heard her jump on it <laughs> all right tam thank you so much all right thank <laughs> Bye. you <Mo. laughs>